1: From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is DC Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the DC universe. Greetings and welcome, fans of the DC Universe, schmoes, popcorn talkers, and illegitimate children of Johnny LaQuasto. This is DC Movie News. I am Adam Gertler.
2: I'm Roxy Stryer.
0: Johnny LaQuasto, just open up the lunch pail. Let's get cracking here. You, uh... You're not
2: even going to comment about your illegitimate children? Huh?
1: They're on. They're legitimate. Why would I comment about? (laughs) Welcome. We are apologizing for starting a little bit late. We had uh, technical issues. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Those that are watching us live. Those that are watching us after. That's irrelevant. It doesn't really matter to you. (laughs) Um, How's everybody doing this week?
2: We're doing well. Um, I'm excited. We got a lot of news today, not just speculation.
0: Yeah, considering we (laughs) we had nothing. Last week, now we have a little too much. Perhaps, there's a lot, listen. you
1: know, there's a lot to talk about, including some breaking news that just happened today. I had a great week. I was very, very lucky to be invited by this Meredith Placco from uh, the Marvel show to the debut of Throne of Atlantis. Meredith Placco, is she, what's her Twitter handle? Uh, M. Placo, I
0: believe. Is it? Okay, I was thinking of yeah. someone
1: else. M. Part of the Marvel show. So yeah, so I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. I got to see Throne of Atlantis, which is a totally different experience seeing an animated film in an audience. Mm. You know, you normally don't get to see these. Like, it, it's been like since Mask of the Phantasm, really. Since How big was the it. audience? I was like, I, it was, felt about 100 or so strong. It was at the Paley Center. So okay. you
2: feel special because you were one of them.
1: I do feel special. I, I do think feel special, special. Not necessarily just because of that. That More because of just the positive uh, affirmation that my mother uh, instilled in me growing up as a child in Long Island. That I was special and I could do what I wanted. I know you world. asked
2: me on a date there and I couldn't make it so I just wanted to publicly apologize. And I this come is the first heard about
1: it so <laughs> yes, good stuff. You yes.
2: didn't ask me. You didn't yes. ask. I did not oh, ask.
1: Did I did not ask. How, okay. Well, how was the
0: film? Tell us about it.
1: Well, I loved it. Okay. I thought it was great. Um, I thought, uh, I, you know, they're really doing this kind of thing where with the DC direct-to-video uh, movies, they're doing a couple like sort of New 52-ish, although they're not calling it New 52, but they're in a continuity. So this movie basically takes place after uh, Justice League War. Uh, which was, like, one of the last ones, uh, also off of Son of Batman. Um, and then, you know, they'll do something, like, that's out of it, like Dark Knight Returns. So there's we're going to be expecting about three of these a year. Uh, it was super cool. Um,
2: so, Joff94 says that he loved it, but it was too short. Do you it, think it's they too are, short? They
1: are really short. It's only 72 minutes. And mm-hmm. I know some other people thought that there were uh, parts of the story, the original Jeff Johns story, that were eliminated. And like, look, it's just like any kind of book to movie translation, even more so. There's a yep. lot of material, a lot of material that has to be boiled down. But, dude, what did you think of Nathan Fillion? He was so funny as Green Lantern. They gave him such incredible lines. And the guy who plays The Flash, it, I mean they were just laugh out loud moments and and what I basically took away from that I was going to talk about this later but you know we'll talk yeah, about, it about it. Sure, Rosario, sure.
0: Rosario Dawson was in it too
1: Rosario there, right? Dawson Rosario Dawson is Wonder Woman yeah. Uh, uh yeah she um, is uh, uh, she was uh, Jerry great, O'Connell yeah, great uh, is Superman Sean Astin is Shazam um, so they're getting Stacking. really good cast yeah And it's funny because Sean Astin is like five foot two. Right. But that's the beauty of animation. I know. know. Whoever you want. The thing, Johnny, that I really take away from these films is the tone. Like, just like we talked about assault on Arkham, which you were a fan of after you watched it. It wasn't
0: much longer than 72 minutes. No, they're all
1: about that time. They're going to be about that time. Um, The tone, they get the humor right, and it still takes itself seriously. They're much darker than anything Marvel's done in years, or really has tried to do. They've been successful with these animated films for years. These are the blueprints that the new movies should be looking towards. Most importantly, were
0: there any nude scenes like in Assault on
1: No. You didn't get that nude scene like you did with um, uh, a Harley Quinn. It would be awkward because so you were in the great.
2: theater this time, so you you know
1: you can't enjoy it as yeah, much. Yeah. I know what you mean. No <laughs> pause, rewind, <laughs> rocksy. Keep your cool. Got to keep your cool, and by cool exactly. you mean pants on. You know, so we had some uh, we last minute breaking news today. See what's, okay. uh, um, the Hollywood Reporter and every other news site in the world has reported <laughs> on the fact that, unfortunately, <sighs> it is with heavy heart that we report. Mm-hmm. With Heavy Hardy that we report Ooh, that knew, Tom Hardy has dropped out of the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. All right. Yes.
0: What, what's up here? I think it's because he's shooting a movie called The Revenant, if I'm saying that correctly, and the, uh, the production's going on way longer than it was expected, and since he's already signed on for that, he has to finish that movie first, and supposedly the timing's not going to work out.
2: By how much? Like, not going to work out enough that they didn't want to just
0: push back Suicide Squad? Clearly. I don't think they could push it back for one guy when they have all these things planned. I mean, well, maybe- here's
1: the main guy. And now the the report, everybody's reporting, we don't know how substantiated it is, is that, uh, uh, well, uh, that they're looking at Jake Gyllenhaal, who's uh, very hot off his uh, non-nomination for Nightcrawler.
2: All right. All right, Uh-oh. let's talk about this Ross for a is gonna get on a
1: high horse. I knew that. That was. I'm just. Be bait. I'm
2: just livid because he was my number one till win this year. I think he's so incredibly awesome. So um, I would love to see him in this movie. Well,
1: I guess you can sure pick him.
2: <laughs> <Rock>. <laughs> yeah, it's a little crazy. It's a little crazy. I, I got a thing for the crazy. Yep. But you know, I think that he, this is would be a great role for him. There was talks about him playing Joker at, at one point, and yeah, he's
1: talked about it for everything because he's like one of the best actors, actors working now ever. I watched a whole movie of him just in a car making phone calls the whole time. Pretty
2: much, pretty much what it was. But you know, I I just feel like lock. I don't understand
1: lock. I don't know that one. He just—he's uh, uh, yeah. He's even an movie. amazing
2: music video. He even makes mm. music videos. Good guys came he's out incredible. this year. It's called
1: Lock, and it's just Tom Hardy phone making a lot of phone calls. So I was
0: thinking of the movie with uh, the, the other guy who's the, the bike messenger. The movie, it was really bad. I watched it on an airplane. Um, the other guy that's in Five Hundred Days of Summer. Um, oh, oh,
2: George, oh jo- so Joseph Gordon-Levitt? it, Joseph. he with plays a Premium bike. Rush.
0: Yeah, such a bad movie. I Don I that's John, Don are talking about. Forget it. Yeah, not Don John. Didn't see it. Continue, Roxy. Sorry.
2: I'm just saying I want to see Jake in as many things that I can possibly see him in so this wouldn't upset me but I just can't believe Tom Hardy's gone I like Tom Hardy a lot I was a big fan look
1: I guess if you're gonna put a band-aid on a massive uh, massively hemorrhaging wound Um, that 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 Gyllenhaal is a good band aid, but I was really excited to see Tom Hardy as Rick Flag. A lot of people said like, "Oh, is Tom Hardy being wasted as Rick Flag?" We don't really know much about that character, and I think that's what was so exciting about it. I think the guy can do anything. I was really excited about this. I don't know if I buy the scheduling thing. Like, there had to be some other reason. I hope I it's agree. not Will Smith right. freaking out. I'm I don't saying, know. That's you what think? they're giving out. So. You I don't, really hate Will Smith. No, I. You don't, don't ever don't, give him the I, benefit of the doubt. I do, I've not well because you know just the things that I've heard. I just I really wanted to see this movie, but it seemed like that deck was so stacked with this cast, it almost seemed like it was not going to happen. So now,
2: do you feel like it's less stacked? Because I, yes, I love Tom Hardy, but I feel like it is so stacked, it's still so stacked. And with um casting Jake, it would be Margot Robbie still, as in, stacked. It. Margot like, yeah, still yeah. in it. Margot Robbie's still in it, yes, yeah, she is. I so mean, so why just, you know Jake Gyllenhaal He's and up. Tom
0: Hardy have completely different if we're looking physicality wise, they have totally different frames. To me, Tom Hardy would fit the character more than
1: Jake Gyllenhaal will, but maybe he'll bulk up. And, and I Jake agree Jill with Loquesto.
2: He's at his skinniest because of Nightcrawler. He looks a little... Yeah, he's he got to eat some He can bulk
1: up. He was in Prince of Persia. He was in End of Watch. He can bulk up, but he just... It's just not the same thing. Like, I don't... I don't I don't see him leading uh, an elite military squadron in the same way that Mm -hmm. I see Hardy. And that's all. And I will get over it. But I'm going to be honest. You know, you guys know I I tend to be pretty positive about most of this stuff. I'm a little upset right now. I'm a little hurt. It's new. (laughs) It just happened. I need to live with this.
2: Hmm. Well, I mean the- We're getting some comments in the chat about it. So Unlobo says I may be alone on this one, but thank God Tom Hardy dropped out. I'm not saying he was going to drag the movie down or anything. I'm just saying the role was such small potatoes. Dear God, seriously, Rick Flagg.
1: okay Well that's the so thing I some mean, people were feeling y- like that. Y- you could be right, but I guess my argument to that was you haven't read the script. So how do you know how good the role of Rick Flagg was in this particular script? I mean, how do we would- think that they'll change the role now? No, I I mean.
2: Or change the size of the role.
1: The movie's not slated until August 5th, 2016. Right. So we got a little bit of time. Anyway, Uh, moving on from that, that's new. We don't really know much more about that. Let's talk about the big rumor of the week that started off the week really huge. uh, And that was the uh, notion that Batman v Superman was split into two movies. This was a big shocker. Somebody uh, with very uh, moderate to poor uh, Photoshop skills, I guess, is the rumor, uh, put out this thing at the end of the Dawn of Justice trailer. They said it was like a, a freeze frame, a capture of an international trailer, and that we were going to see a surprise uh, enter the night part of Dawn of Justice coming in October this year. And, and you know, this is like an example of a collective... Everybody closed their eyes and was just knew it wasn't possible, just imagined I want it to be true so bad that everybody closed their eyes and just pretended. What, would you, what did you guys think? Did you guys believe it at all?
2: No, I think it's so mean because at this point we're so desperate for something that we'll grasp at anything. So anybody putting out a little bit of corn like whatever it is, we're like, oh, oh, feed me. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm starving. Give me DC. It's so mean. It's yeah. so mean. And if they people are saying they might be behind it and if they are... Oh, stop messing with my
1: heart. Well, first
0: off, let's not rule out the fact that this might be true. We don't know for sure. It could be a swerve. A swerve. I was
1: was going to talk to you about this. So so Henry Cavill took to his Twitter, and he said, Batman v. Superman is not being split into two movies. So if it's a swerve, but I'm just saying, here's what I think. And then you tell me what you think. I think Warner Brothers can't respond to every BS rumor. Because that's not their job to. But they can say, Henry, you have permission to tweet on sort of on our behalf without it really being on our behalf. Because if Henry comes out and says it's not being split into two, then Superman's coming out looking like a fool. And I don't want Superman looking like a boob. But once again, it could be a total swerve. Because think about it this way. If they do release it in October,
0: which I forget what the date was, 21st or something. They were. October 23rd, I think. Proclaiming. I mean, it's a actually a pretty good time. You look at all the major movies after that. You got Hunger Games not till November twentieth. You got Star Wars a week before Christmas, and Mission Impossible Five on Christmas Day. I mean, that movie would make a ton of money. There's not a lot of great releases in October, and you look at like what what you know uh, Hunger Games done mm-hmm. has done. They've split their movies into two, both making boatloads of money. So if they do release it into two, you well, know everyone's going to go see them.
2: People are taking the last book of every single series and releasing it into two. It's a big thing. But yeah. I, I want to go back to something that you had said about uh, this: them not being able to respond to every rumor because yeah. it's not their job. I feel like it is their job. I feel like that's totally their job. Really? So like
1: internet rumors that they have to come and make an official statement as Warner Brothers?
2: This isn't a tiny rumor. This is like a huge rumor about the movie getting split into two movies. Yeah, But whose fault
1: is it that it's a huge rumor? Just because people want it to be true. It's not like there's But
2: why don't they come out... If it's not true, then why don't they just come out and say really quickly, hey, this isn't true.
1: Well, I guess that's what I'm opining that... That they're having Henry Cavill do.
2: Yeah, but if they're having him do it and it is true, that's messed up. Like you're saying, I don't want Superman to look
0: like a douche. Yeah, well, he's not lying. Well, I'm starting a rumor. Next week, we're going to have a two-part episode.
1: So that's right. Fit. This is actually the second part of our two-part <laughs> episode that Bit we haven't even had. at the end. We haven't figured it out yet. Um, so, yeah. So, I guess if it was true, I would be the happiest person in the world. It will be the greatest trick that the devil ever, you know, pulled off, proving the world he did exist. And then you have this surprise blockbuster film. Who knows? So you're saying
0: that the devil is releasing Yeah, the I was confused about that, too. Uh,
1: I was making He's a Kaiser a... Sose reference. He's got a busy schedule. Okay. Some yeah. of us might yeah. not have seen that Coming movie. up to help
2: out for a little bit. All right.
1: Um, so, yeah. So I, I think it's probably BS. I think our hearts have all been played with.
2: Yeah, it's like Backstreet Boys.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. It's they're exactly like Backstreet Boys. <laughs> 100%. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, moving on. So uh, that's pretty much all the movie news. Was there any other movie stuff you guys wanted to talk about? I wanted to talk about some TV stuff. Uh, no, but I
2: did want to address something while oh, we're moving on to TV. Please. So a lot of you guys are commenting on the YouTube, which by the way, we read all your comments and we love you guys, about how you wish that we were DC news, not just DC movie news. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is a network. We talk mostly about movies, but we do try to give you guys anything major in the TV world because yeah. it is DC related. We will be talking about it. Of course, we have a very long time till movies come out. So yeah. inevitably, we will be talking about TV at points. And,
0: and keep in mind, when the show started, we didn't exactly get a choice on what the show was. They put us together and said, this is the show. This is what we're talking about. But now we can branch off a little bit and do some more stuff. But it's not like we created the show like, it's just DC movie news. No, it's been, it's, it's a collaborative effort. And so, again, you
2: know. that's where you guys come in for questions. If you're tweeting yeah. questions at us and you want to know something about TV, hopefully we'll be able to answer it here on the show.
0: And we appreciate
1: you defending us against trolls.
2: And back to you in the studio.
1: <laughs> Devin Gray of Dexter <laughs> fame and many other credits will be playing a version of the trickster on The Flash, the mm-hmm. Axel Walker version of The Flash. Not to be confused, Axel Foley. Not to be confused with Axel Foley or Axel Rose or the James Jesse version of the trickster, the role that will be reprised by the person who played it in the 90s, Mr. Mark yeah. Hamill. Let's, Let's hope he's still dressed like a badass and trip in the groove is in the heart video. Also not to be confused with Cockknocker, whom Hamill also played in Jane, and Silent Bob Strike Back.
2: Can you imagine naming your kid that?
1: Cockknocker? <laughs> what if that was your given last name? Then what do you do? If you change it it's a
0: tough life or you just, you know, the spine,
1: uh, so right? I think it's pretty it's become like a weekly thing where this is now this announcement will be the <laughs> trickster appearing in episode 17 of the flash it's become almost like a every other day thing that we're getting a, the announcement of another flash villain they are not they're not pulling out any of the stops they're pulling them all out with the flash here I mean and there's even like there's multiple versions there's siblings what do you guys think of all this flash news
2: I love when we're pulling... I mean, I watch all TV shows, so I love when we pull from one show that I love yeah. to another show. I especially love when it's somebody like Mark, who was back on in the... Di- whatever it yeah. is. Um, so this is great. This is great. Now what Learning is it, all different characters.
1: What do you think with this younger guy playing the trickster and Mark Hamill, who's a little bit older, playing the trickster... Do you think that one of them is going to be kind of the main trickster, maybe inheriting the mantle? Well, I think the. Well, go ahead.
2: You would have to assume that assume that Mark Hamill is playing the main trickster. Or at least right. I do But I would here's have to the thing,
1: that. though, storyline
0: wise, I think the younger. I mean, I think New Fifty Two maybe the the younger one actually steals all the gadgets from Jesse, and, and, and then he becomes the he he becomes the new trickster. They end up battling it out. So who gets all the explosive teddy bears? I don't know. That's the question.
2: Maybe they, uh, they're they both going to be guest starring, though, so it's not like either one is going to be spending an epic uh, amount of
0: time there. Yeah, they'll I would... probably team up, but I'm just saying he might steal –
1: I, I think I like Laquasto's theory. I think I think you're going to see that kind of thing, almost like barring a little bit from the uh, the Ant Man story that we know is coming out, or at least the uh, the Stephen Lang Ant Man. The idea that the new trickster, you know, uh, inherits it from the old. That's what I think. Uh, but may, hopefully, we'll get to see Mark Hamill in full trickster attire again. Oh man, again. <laughs>
0: oh, man that's awesome! I'm so glad Mark Hamill's doing it. Oh yeah, just, that guy's had a long career. He and he just he is so game for
1: anything. You get this no you feeling ha- this guy is so grateful and he's so up for anything. That's I, how you have to be, you really. You really do.
2: Anything that we're talking about casting now, I just get so nervous to get attached to anybody because you see oh. it can just get ripped right from you. Relax,
1: it's true. It's, okay. okay. it's, it's true. Ripped right from um, you. Relax, Rox. Keeping in the uh, DC world of television, some news came out about the details for the new uh, Greg Berlanti produced Supergirl show that's going to be on CBS. Uh, among those details with the idea that it will most likely be somewhat of a procedural, as CBS is known for. And at least to begin with, it's not going to be crossing over with the Arrow mm. and Flash universes. They want to keep her off to her own. Um, so what do you guys think about that? Do you think that's a mistake?
2: Well, I already said my favorite moment of the year was the crossover. So uh-huh. I love crossovers. The crossover. I, I think as long as they, as they keep their options open and they're not casting the same actor to play different roles on bo- in both worlds, and maybe they can have a crossover eventually, then I'm okay with it. But the second they close that door, I'm going to be a little upset, because they do yeah. have this opportunity, as opposed to with Gotham, where they don't, because different networks run by different people.
0: Here, right. Here's the thing. The lady from CBS, who was interviewed, brought up shows like The Good Wife and Lois and Clark. Mm-hmm. I really hope this show is nothing like either one of those, because that, <laughs> that would really go towards the campy side of things. Yeah. I'm not saying it has to be intense like Gotham, because I love me some Gotham. I'm just saying, Lois and Clark was really kind of just like, you almost feel like you should have a the the whoopee cushion after every scene was over. Yeah, but... So... Y- yes. And no, I enjoyed I it, too, want but that.
1: it was for a different time, absolutely. Yeah,
0: they say Supergirl's going to be, you know, relatable, um, have a lot of human-like qualities... and and go through a struggle become an independent woman well then then have it that way don't go like the cheesier route
2: yeah but don't you feel like uh, yes Arrow's darker but The Flash is a little campy sometimes and I think people love it because of that so I, I think there's a happy balance. as If it finds itself somewhere between The Flash and Arrow, that would I, I be think, a good space for I'm it to say, live.
1: Mentioning Good Wife and Lois and Clark's a little I agree. And, and it's, it's going to be interesting yeah. to see because this is CBS. This is America's most not-watched network. CW is, is like one of the least-watched networks, so you can get away with a lot more. So there's going to be a lot more eyeballs on this Supergirl, which does make me nervous because they're going to have to try to appeal to a much broader audience. Oh, yeah,
0: CBS is just dominates
1: I don't watch any shows on CBS so I don't, but it's the most watched network and I don't watch any shows on Thanks, CBS big brother Else is on there um, I got to say, I'm. while I remain cautiously optimistic, I think, um, one, before anybody asks, no, I think this is definitely a sign we're not going to see Supergirl in the DCCU for some time. Um, and I'm nervous. I'm nervous about it, um, but cautiously optimistic. And I hope that they do keep the door open so that it could possibly cross over. But again, once you throw a Kryptonian into the mix, it really throws the balance of power off. It's really hard to balance anything with a Kryptonian.
2: Throne Talk says too many universes is good. Hashtag crisis.
1: Crisis. Yeah, I mean, I'm in a crisis. Uh, speaking of the Flash in our universe, <laughs> um, let's talk. About let's it. talk about the man who once was. I mean, DC seems to do this a lot, right? They take people, take, take people who have played other DC characters, and they have them play other uh, roles in other parts of the universe, such as like Annette O'Toole. Um, was it Annette O'Toole who played Lana Lang in Superman three, and then she played uh, Clark's mom, John Wesley Shipp, who was the Flash. Now he's the oh, Flash's dad. In oh, the darkness. Oh, <laughs> yes, of course. Bane, Tom Hardy, who's like, I've already been one DC character, I and now I will not be, be another. I cannot be
2: two characters.
1: I cannot be two characters. So Bane Cat will be playing Rick Flagg. I got nothing. Um, Brandon Ralph, who once upon a time was Superman in Brian Singer's movie, more on that later, um, has been featured as Ray Palmer. Sure. We knew that this was leading to an Adam appearance. Right. They've kind of... Um, teased us a little bit uh, Ralph has gone on on the record saying that this is going to be slightly a different uh, incarnation of Adam but then recently uh, producers have announced that it is in fact their intention to spin this off uh, into another Adam show does that surprise you Johnny Laquasto?
0: well I, as far as using him in a different
1: role uh, just to, as far as using the atom for its own show as another spin-off. series, oh my,
0: I think <laughs> it depends on what's, where they go with it. But I love the idea, the fact that you know he's a physicist who can shrink himself to a microscopic level to you know help save the world. I think that's unlike uh, anything we've seen so far. And as far as using him for another role, I get it. Like these are high budget projects. You, I, as much as I love seeing new people get mm-hmm. opportunities. They're, you know, they're not going to be big risk takers. So they're like, all right, we use them in the past. It worked. Let's just make sure that, you know, because you got to keep so many people happy when you're making a show. Yeah. If they know someone, and that's part of the problem with Hollywood, it's so hard to like be successful because no one wants to give anyone a shot. So of course they're going to keep it safe and, and stick with him and he's handsome. So what the hell?
2: I think that it just shows how far TV has come that we are taking somebody who was Superman in a feature and he's agreed to – he was agreeing to be on a show and now he's thinking about having his own spinoff. So I, I don't know. I Would I like to see it? Yes. It's a little complicated because if you're watching Arrow, uh-huh. then you're seeing what's going on with him and Felicity. Right. And that's complicated enough, especially if you're hashtag shipping well, you know, Olicity. You know what they say? It's complicated. It's complicated. It is complicated. Is that what they say? I'm pretty sure that's what we say. That's mm-hmm. what people say. Um, so, yeah, what I like to see, he's doing a great job at the role. He's would, doing a great job.
1: I would be shocked if when he first took this role, producers weren't saying, like, look, I not know. Yeah. Look, don't do anything. There'll be an Adam
2: show. Right. That's what I was well, thinking, too, an Adam
1: series. weren't you
2: surprised he took it in general at first?
1: Like uh, because I think
0: that this has always been in the, look, pla- in the right. works. People, Absolutely. people like to work. I mean, we're, we're, there's no gray area anymore. The the days of like just being a movie star is over. You look at um, major stars taking guest star roles on, on one episode. Of a sitcom or whatever. Previously mentioned
1: Tom Hardy. He's on, like, several shows. He's, like, in yeah. Peaky Blinders. I just heard he's doing another TV show, like, and <laughs> he's TV the biggest is amazing. Star. People yeah. just
0: want to work. I mean, you can get major stars for low-budget projects. I think
1: it's you know? cool, too. And, and from what we've seen of what this costume is probably going to look like, just from, like, the computer, the virtual reality versions of it, um, I, I'm i excited. I really hope it's cool. And the timing will be right with Ant-Man, too, because Ant-Man's coming out in July. And then, like, right around that time, I bet by fall, we've got an Adam series. So it's like, oh, to scratch that miniaturization itch might we got little, the atom might be a little early but you never know you think so yeah I don't know TV seems to work quicker though True. yeah you know, really if they get quick. working on it I'm talking fall so I'm saying like maybe nine months from now I bet they could have a pilot so the length I agree the length of a pregnancy we'll see what happens yes
2: oh they're birthing a pilot
1: yes see. the gestation period of an, uh, of an I atom I thought I felt
2: something kicking you
1: know I was going with that oh god it's um, weird.
2: I don't know. I'll take that one back. So we already no, talked no, a little bit about.
1: The, uh, uh, no, can't do it. <laughs> I already talked about the the throne of Atlantis premiere, um, but yes, you did. We want to mention it was also just announced what the next to video film is going to be, and that's going to be Batman versus Robin. Yeah, that's okay. Odd. Written by the script is going to be written by J M Dematteis, who's one of my favorite uh, comic book authors like did some great Spider-Man runs um, and uh, this is going to basically be uh, an animated version of the first Scott Snyder Greg Capullo run of the new 52 we're talking about the Court of Owls here which people every week are saying like oh wouldn't it be cool to see the talent of the Court of Owls of the DCCU oh, what's that yeah.
2: what voice is that one? It's oh, a I new forgot one. he's in
1: the chat room he's Ooh. in the chat room he left a voice text that was his mm, room okay. um can do that. I'm super excited about this so Jason Mara is going to be back voicing Batman. He's been doing it. I know we all want to see Kevin Conroy do everything all yeah. the time, but I think that that Warner Brothers uh, Direct Video is trying to establish a new continuity. But you will get Con- Kevin, Can- Kevin Conroy playing Thomas Wayne. Uh, is in that a enough flashback. for you? It's a nice little yeah. nod. Now, okay. Jason Omar does a good job. He's been doing a really good job. He was in uh, in uh, Batman and Robin. Assault on uh, was it Assault on Arkham? Oh, no, it was Kevin Conroy in Assault on Arkham. I think. Well, you you, you were th-
0: too distracted by some. I'm other you, you failed to mention another name that's going to be in Batman versus Robin. Why don't you tell oh, us? Oh, oh, oh. Johnny LaQuasto. That is none other than one of my
1: heroes, Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, that's right, Weird Al Yankovic playing the doll maker. Yes, yeah. really cool. Yeah. So LaQuasto... What? What do you think about
0: this news? Why not? Are you kidding me? I mean, Weird Al is. Uh, my favorite movie of all time happens to be UHF. I, did, I didn't wear this shirt on purpose. I just I happened think to have. it today. I think you might have Bust so, it out.
1: Show the people. It's show a, it's the people. A
0: classic 1989 Weird yes! Al. It opened up against Indiana <laughs> Jones and got demolished in theaters, but it's fantastic. Anyway, we've talked
1: about UHF on the show, I want to say before. Probably. Because every time it comes up, I always think of the one scene when he splits the Twinkie open, puts a hot dog on there, and throws easy sandwich. cheese down.
2: Weird Al came yeah. into studio the other day. Good guy.
1: Amazing. Did really? he? Yeah, really did. Was he here? Next yeah. time you better. Did he sit right here? Is this where? Am I smelling Are you you? going to kiss the. Oh. oh, Was this possibly Weird Al's butt space? Artist, not little box. Is this. I'm just. (laughs) Wow.
0: I didn't expect it to go that. Wow. No, I'm a big fan. That's all. Um, Anyways, him as Dollmaker, (laughs) I think it's. If he's going to play any character, I think it's perfect. The funny thing is, like. Would we have like a, a doll dollmaker versus trickster kind of thing? They both create toys that blow up in front of people. that are kind of cool. Could be. I don't, I don't happen, think the
1: trickster was part of the. Uh, I know dolls, but I hey, say- it's
0: not gonna happen. But him as dollmaker, you know, when you just. Yes, uh, why not? It's, you're Lord. allowed to dream.
2: You're allowed to dream. Yeah.
0: Roxy,
1: are you familiar <laughs> with the story at all? The Court of Owls? No. Well, basically, I'll see just a basic gist of it really quick. Is that it explores Gotham as a character in and in, in, in parts of 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 the mythos of Gotham that Bruce Wayne did not know about. And there's this whole cult called the Court of Owls, and their champion is this. Uh, this figure known as the Talon. And the Talon has been many people or many entities throughout time, but there's always been a The Talon. And he's a great... Badass um, to go one on one with Batman, and it's a great story. And uh, I am super excited. So check out Throne of Atlantis. I love learning. And then uh, this is really exciting to look forward to. Oh, also, I want to mention Jay Oliva is going to be directing it. Who's directed a lot of the DC Direct films, but it also came out that he was doing a lot of the storyboarding for Dawn of Justice. So I love, yeah. I love that synchronicity. I love the fact that that lets the me boss. know that the people making the movies are aware of how good Warner Brothers animated films are. And
0: Batman and versus Robin. That's just, I, I don't know. Weird where, title. Which way that's gonna?
1: It's weird because oh, it's oh, the oh, Damien uh, Wayne version. So it's like Batman's son, and he's a cantankerous little butt plug. Right.
0: I feel like you have to always know which way butt that's plug? gonna go. Which one? I, I would imagine all butt plugs are rather cantankerous. So cantankerous? Yeah. Cantankerous. Well.
1: You know, it really depends. It's a, it's a word I don't I, use I think this has
2: gone somewhere where I'd like to get out
1: of pretty quick. I didn't mean to refer to uh, Bruce like Wayne's son plug, as a butt plug. Trying to get you out know, of it. You know, much like a few weeks ago, I did not mean to infer that Batman and Superman were a hot item. Um, <laughs> but, you know, sometimes... <laughs> you did not infer... No, that was not a blind... You, Those you, two you are, said it specifically. They sure are a hot ticket. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, continuing with the animated news, this is interesting. So there's, So CW has this thing called CW Seed. which is like a digital space. Which is great. So there's going to be a Vixen animated show, yeah, um, which exists within the same universe as Flash and Arrow. So this is going to be a digital only. Maybe it's a launching pad for a potential Vixen show. Vixen, she kind of makes animals do things, kind of like a sexier version of Beast Boy almost. Oh, she's... She doesn't become
0: them, but... Well, she's from Africa, (laughs) and she basically... I don't want to say like a Dr. Doolittle, but yeah, she controls animals, and that's how she... Get stuff done. And she, she gets it done. And she looked good. And you know, so I think animated. It'd be great to have with her,
1: her Tantu Totem.
2: I'm yeah. all about CW Seed. Uh, they do. What is it? So it's uh, it started. You know, as like Netflix and Hulu and all those things were doing creating their own content. And, right. Uh, CWC was doing the same thing, and they found some really great show. And I remember I used to watch somewhere randomly this show called Husbands, and then CWC picked it up. It's basically like a launching—if there's enough viewers, they will put it on air, um, kind of thing. But they have some really, really cool content, and they are allowed to have shorter shows. So some of the shows are only seven minutes; some of them are twenty minutes.
1: So, so you think that there's a good chance these won't be like full twenty-three minute episodes? Or... Uh,
2: it depends on how much money they're willing to put into it and how well they're doing. I think that they'll grow. I think they'll probably start a little shorter, though. What
1: do you guys? Think of this. I want to know what you think of this, seed and do you think that this is a way to test the popularity of the character before possibly oh, yeah. launching it into a live action show? Yeah, totally, absolutely.
2: They got to start vetting these characters somehow because, right. as people are saying, they're spreading their TV let world me, a little thin.
1: Let me ask you this: if I had to guess, I would guess that Stephen Emil and Grant Gustin will be supplying voices. Because I know Stephen a. Mill did the voice for the Lego movie, like Lego yeah. Batman. This dude is talking about people that are game. Yeah, he's a great proponent oh, for the CW, and
2: and he, uh, I love that he stands up for people. He's, he's great. Just, yeah. He's a
1: great public face, dude. He recognizes the fans. I I would imagine they're going to get those guys to do the voices. He's a, he
0: is game. He actually I interviewed him on Access Live about a year and a half ago now. Oh, cool, and uh, actually really cool dude. Like he's he's got the look like he'd be obnoxious, but he's actually
1: he was cool. It was. An interview he's got the look I mean, that he's like damn you you're so good looking yeah, please at least be a jerk yeah give me I something I, th- I think i mentioned i think i, I think i thanked uh. him for making me feel ugly <laughs> and, uh, wow and, uh, well um ladies and gentlemen what's about to happen now on the show is Ooh. somewhat of a surprise to my uh co-host right here this is something new I'm kind of freaking uh, out king, we don't know what's happening if king famous is in the room would king famous please come up to the uh booth so, uh, this is a little something we've been working on. Um, my friend King Famous and I, who is a musician in the uh, Los Angeles Hollywood area. Uh, and basically, uh, we just wanted to do something different for you for the show. As you know, we've we've got a, a long time before any of these... Um, Major films are coming till 2016. So we need to come up with some other things to do. How are you doing down there? He's not that short. It's I'm just no, a I'm chair. Not, I, I could pump myself you up. You could pump that up a little bit. I'm so, um, you. you know, we thought we would come up with a little something uh, for you, the fans. Wait, um, are you guys about to do a diddy? Oh, yeah, we're going to do a diddy. Okay. If that was not clear. So we have a little diddy um, that we've worked out.
2: Do you need us to like uh, back up, sing or dance or something? I'm a pretty you know good what? snapper. Actually, I, I second, got that.
0: Snapp. We need a second chair for Mr. Famous, please. A yeah. If, uh, a
1: everybody in. at home, as you get it, we're just uh, getting it set up. As you, as you catch on, I'm sure this is going to be uh, setting iTunes on fire. Uh, it's probably going to be a hit single very soon. Um, oh, uh, maybe, or a if reason, Hunger we, Games can or do. Or it. a reason Great. we get a lot of
0: thumbs down. We'll see what happens. Yes.
1: Oh, this is exciting. I get, We're actually performing this live. Oh boy. <clears throat> so uh, you know, basically. A lot of you have looked to the past of DC Warner Brothers films and have sort of like made fun of some of the negative things that have gone on and fairly so, fairly so. okay but we want to be positive. We want to look forward to a, a bright future, many wonderful Warner Brothers DC films. So what we'd like to do is a bit of fair farewell to the past because as has been said before, those who forget the past, are doomed to repeat it. Nope, don't do that clapping, that's going to mess me up. As Adam Sandler once said, it definitely mess me up. We did not rehearse with clapping. Superman the movie, starring Christopher Reeve. Man could fly, you made us believe. In Superman 2, our hopes got higher and higher. In Superman
0: 3, we got Richard Pryor.
1: Superman 4, the quest for peace. By the time the credits rolled, that franchise was deceased. <laughs> Supergirl <laughs> bombed so bad the Salkin sold
0: the rights.
1: It was almost
0: the end of the blue and red
1: tights. And Peter O'Toole nearly killed his career. Spent the next 10 years. Drowning in beer But was it good enough? Not quite <laughs> Was it good enough? Helen Slater looked kind of tight oh. I hope it's good enough Most of the critics would say no
0: Oh, it's gonna be good enough
1: It's time to give it another go The Swamp Thing costume Looked like a green plastic bag But it still gets love from some of us hardcore fans We had some
2: great Batman movies with Michael Keaton But then came Schumacher
0: and all the fans were beaten
1: Carrie's Riddler was silly Tommy Lee's Two-Face was loud The infamous Bat-Nipples George Clooney was not proud was Man Man of Steel Good good enough to get the DCCU up to snuff and could the dawn of justice could be the way to forget the past and start a bright new day Superman Returns, star Brandon Routh. We met the super baby, it went super south. Singer promised a foe worthy of Superman's might. Instead, we got an island made of kryptonite. Perhaps the greatest offense to all us DC fans was the
2: abomination known as Catwoman. Dolly <laughs> very played a woman
1: the powers of a cat, but it was not Selena Kyle. Yeah, what the, the, hell hell is the hell was, was that? Up in that? But what's the man? You know what, King Fabus? As bad as that was, it almost was a lot worse because we almost got a Superman movie called Superman Lives, and it was going to be directed by Tim Burton and written by Kevin Smith, and I know that sounds kind of cool on paper, but you know that could have gone weird. And it was going to be starring Nicolas Cage, and I also could be kind of weird, but they were going to make sure that he didn't wear the classic Superman costume, and he couldn't fly, and the producer insisted that no matter what else, he had to fight a giant spider And the giant spider actually came about in the stupid Jonah Hex movie. Jonah Hex left me perplexed. From what I hear, it was quite a mess. Wait, you didn't even see it? No. Did you? Definitely not. In brightest day, in darkest night, please let that crappy Green Lantern movie just escape my sight. But was Man of Steel... Good enough to get the dccu up to snuff and could the dawn of justice could be the way to forget the past and start a bright new day. And it's coming up. I mean we're gonna get a Suicide Squad movie. We're getting multiple Justice up. League movies. We're getting a Wonder Woman movie. We're getting up a Three Lantern movie and a shazam movie. Flash movie? A I mean, we're even getting a cyborg movie for God's sake, Man of Steel Good enough to get the DCCU up to snuff And the dawn of justice could be the way to forget the past and start a bright new day And the dawn of justice could be the way to forget the past and start a bright new day King famous, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Wow. Adam so Girl.
2: So
0: Thank cool. you. Wow. That
1: was really good. Yes. If oh. I
0: had roses and a bra, I'd be throwing them on the stage right now. That was phenomenal. Thank
1: you so much. To do that live. Yeah.
0: And nail it to perfection. Even wow. going off beat and, and talking and ranting and then jumping right back in. <laughs> By God.
2: People want it available on iTunes. That's what
1: they're saying. Well, we'll work on that. Uh, King Famous is a good friend of mine. We've known each other for a long time. Go to kingfamous.com. Follow him on Twitter, at kingfamous. Uh, and hopefully, if you guys like that, we'll do some more of those well, I mean, as things goes on. Next you know? week,
0: Roxy and I are writing a gangster rap song. Oh, excellent! <laughs> so that's good. the all new, all musical DC movie news. We said
1: yeah. we are keeping. That do you got to get back to Hollywood? Or? I
0: do. It's time for me to return to the streets of Hollywood. Oh
1: well, okay. Kick nice, you guys. Streets is watches. <laughs> Sorry, you can't hang out. Thanks so much for coming by. <laughs> we really you. appreciate it. That was phenomenal. Uh, that thank was you, really guys. Good. Talk about covering everything. Well, we really did try to cover the past.
2: Yeah, people are saying that you you nailed everything. I, you're I mean, getting a lot of love in here. I'm thinking this is a new career you for you. Missed well,
1: Alicia
0: Silverstone reference.
1: But oh, you're so right. This, I mean, you know, we could just go do uh, tangents just about Schumacher movies. I'm movie. kidding. It's totally. Good. Um, but let's. Uh, do we still have time? I don't even know how long have we been We're going. We're at 38 for our... minutes. Great. So how do you know that? Because I looked on the. I'm screen, so glad you it. did because the time is all messed look at, up. Look at the YouTubes. I would like to um, perhaps uh, take some Twitter questions, YouTube questions, yeah, questions, I mean, whatever we got. We
0: actually ran down all the news. I didn't think we would.
1: We got we? through um, it. We kind of. I-, I was nervous the whole time. <laughs> I was thinking about the song. That's why you probably you might have noticed I was more quiet than. All right. So, no. so
2: here's the thing. Number <laughs> one, right now, if you are watching live, make sure you chat in your questions. Number <laughs> two, a lot of questions this week were more like rants with question marks. Okay. So, We're gonna we're gonna get to some of those, but we'll start with this is from Jay Cool O wants to know, isn't the current rumor that a Green Lantern will show up at the end of Justice League Part One to warn of Darkseid coming to Earth? Have you guys heard that?
1: I mean, isn't that what I said on the show last week? I don't know if I had heard that before or Or if if I just want that that to be true. So So did you start the rumor? That could be one of those things where, like, I don't know if I actually heard it someplace else. Uh, Maybe I did, and I want it to be true so much. I mean... I think it sounds great. What do you think? It would
0: be a hell of a cliffhanger. Mm.
1: I want a cliffhanger.
0: You need a cliffhanger. Yeah, you need a
2: big cliffhanger. But I don't want a cliffhanger enough that it's not a standalone movie. Yeah. You know, which a lot of people are doing these days.
1: Well, I think I think there's going to be a big villain. There's going to be a big va- battle. And I think it will definitely lead into what is going to be part two. I mean, um, I also think that uh, it would mm-hmm. be too early to introduce the Green Lantern um, in the beginning. And certainly not in Dawn of Justice. And Justice League part one, I say leave it mostly to Justice League part two. Because we're going to be getting that new Green Lantern movie. And I know it's not possible. But... When you watch Throne of Atlantis, you're going to be begging that they could just make Nathan Fillion Green Lantern tomorrow. Okay. He's got this scene with Batman and Gotham where it's so funny. Tomorrow could be a
0: little quick. Is it available to
1: the public? It's actually available for digital download today, now, uh, as of... Uh, Tuesday, I believe. Uh, but it comes out on Blu-ray on the 27th.
2: I know what I'm doing tonight. Uh,
1: but I mean, there's this one scene where he's just, his timing is great. It's really, I, I found a little bit about the process too, where they record all the voices oh, and yeah. then they send off to animation. So the performers are more free. There's an amazing art to voice, voiceover. It's, it's great. It's really You're wild. a
2: voiceover artist yourself, are you not?
0: Yeah, I mean, I've not, not done an animated movie, but I've got a couple but, of commercial campaigns. And and you know, the games, like the video games. Oh, yeah, games. a couple video games, yeah. Oh. It's really fun.
2: Alright, cool. Moving on to Bart Jacasa wants to know when do you think Martian Manhunter will appear? So, I I guess that when could also be a if. if, Yeah. Do you think? So, uh, what movie, if we're going to see him at all, are we going to see him in? He's just a very difficult character to explain in a brief setting if he's not going to have his own movie. What do you guys
1: think? I don't think we're going to see him. I mean, they're making it seem like we're not going to see Martian Manhunter, which would again mean that his uh, inclusion would be a surprise. Um... You know, I've heard some creators. I think it was like David Goyer who spoke out being anti Martian Manhunter, but I don't even think he's involved in making the films anymore. Um, Would you want to see his character? Sure. I mean, done well. I, I, I'll, I, I. mean, there's such a deep roster of Justice League characters over the years. There's a hundred you but he's could not choose. Not
2: top ten for you that you'd want to see.
1: No, I'd rather see a uh, 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 Hawkman. I'd rather see uh, Thangarians. I want to see the Hawkverse. Okay. All right, moving
2: on. So the BizGamer9 <laughs> wants to know, do you guys think that if there's a Batman movie in 2019, it should introduce Bruce Wayne's son, Damian Wayne? Great question.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's just a layer of complicatedness that uh, I think it's too in-universe. So but you don't,
2: don't you- think that they should ever introduce his son I in don't a movie?
1: Know.
0: But don't you think Batman's story is going to be all kind of, at that point... time time to introduce a new wrinkle
1: yeah perhaps i'm just i guess i'm not really a big fan of the uh son of batman being the cantankerous robin character Mm. i don't love it so much so i personally don't want to see it in the movies i do want to see robin i've i've gone on record saying i want to see a carrie kelly i know that's not very popular Mm. um but um i just think robin's dick grayson I mean, Robin should be Dick Grayson, if anything. Robin's Burt Ward, let's be honest. Guys. That's right. He's really Burt Ward.
2: As yeah. far <laughs> as going back to introducing his son in the movies, I think that I if 2019 it's going to depend on what we get from him before then.
1: Because then you'd have to be introducing Talia al Ghul again, and we just kind of dealt, dealt with her in the yeah. last
2: movie. But I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that at all
1: coming back so quick you don't think that's retreading territory pretty recently?
2: I think because something covered like that'd be like saying we shouldn't see the Joker again. No,
1: not like that at all. A little bit. It's a little bit of a more minor character. Yeah,
2: more minor but it's like just because somebody just portrayed somebody doesn't mean that we shouldn't see them again. Obviously there's a lot of other issues surrounding Seeing the Joker again, but I'm just saying I I don't think we should be afraid to reuse characters if they're great characters. So
1: you would like to see her? Is that what you're saying? Well, you would like to see Talia.
2: I'm just saying slash I don't Raj know what. I'm just saying I don't know what. I love Roger Gould, but I'm just saying I don't know what's going to happen by 2019. It's, it's going <laughs> <Yeah>. to depend. <laughs> no, what none happened. of us have any clue. What's right? Happen it's just 20. so far off that would yeah. I want to see the son introduced then? It will depend if it was necessary by
1: then. I'm going to say no.
2: And you're going to say I'm going to agree. Okay, this is one of those rants. From Jim Mill. Oh, that's a
1: long one. Are you yeah, going to read the no, whole
2: no. thing? Yeah, uh, no, no, we'll stop at the question mark. Whoa. And to the Wonder Woman haters, think about this. Ooh. If she really does have her solo film starting in 1920s, mm-hmm. and she's been trained to be badass since the birth for around 100 years, she's been a trained warrior, trained by who you say? The god of war. Or, okay, basically this whole rant is about whether we think that her body and everything is up to par, which we said mm-hmm. maybe it was, but with everybody saying that the Instagram picture definitely wasn't real. Sure. I went and stalked her a little bit, mm-hmm. and I still think it's up to par. I still think she's up to par. Do you
1: think the Instagram picture was real?
2: No, I don't think
0: so. No okay. questions. So, what's the rant about, per se? Like, what are we talking about. They're
2: just talking about the Wonder Woman haters and people hating on it being set in the 1920s and people hating on her and there just being so much hate around the movie in general.
0: I love that. I love it being set in the 22.
2: And about her new new 52 character and about whether there will be romance and all of that. There's just been a lot of hate around the movie. Oh,
1: I can also say also in Throne of Atlantis, the Clark-Wonder Woman-Lois relationship is dealt with given a couple of really cool scenes. Okay. Wonder Woman mm-hmm. as a whole is portrayed great. Rosario Dawson does a great job. She's she's awesome. Yeah, um, I, I love. If it is set in the twenties, oh, and I Cyborg have... too. Cyborg in Throne of Atlantis. Okay, he's got like a RoboCop kind of vibe to it. They, re- I mean, like you just see where they can go. It's it's there is strong story there, and I agree with you. I I I hope that they do the whole trilogy in different past periods. Dude,
0: that'd be real because the twenties was such a fascinating time. In history, I mean, you, you had you had prohibition. You had the mafia literally in control of everything. It was just such a, a incredible time period to where you could put a character and a story into that.
1: And at a time when like women are at their most inferior in society, very true. As that's going to be a great juxtaposition to have like this warrior princess. Yeah, Uh it's going to be great. She ain't going to dress like a flapper. We know that much.
2: I'm just sick of hearing all the hate, and I love to hear you guys say the word great. Hey, great. Great. cover. Okay. Um, okay, what else? Coming from Samwise10 mm. wants to know, with DC spending so much money on marketing, $2 billion a year to be exact, do you think WB will release a Super Bowl trailer?
1: I so, don't think we're going to see uh, a Batman v Superman trailer during the Super Bowl. No. Because? No, not during the Super Bowl. I still think, uh, I still like the Jupiter ascending odds. Yeah. Those commercials I, look so weird. Yeah. I Although can't. they could. I mean, it would be awesome if it, it happened during yeah. the Super Bowl. There are a lot of eyeballs on the Super Bowl. Well, I guess the biggest argument against it is people saying like, oh, but there's still so much time. You know, they could do it for the Super Bowl. Uh, well, I guess really the Super Bowl next year, it'll be like a month before. We'll, we'll have seen a lot of trailers yeah, yeah. by then. Next, next year's Super Bowl, that's all we're gonna see. You know what? I, I mean, look, uh, I don't think it's gonna happen, but man. That would make the Super Bowl. That would be the one that everybody was talking about. And that it be, would make
2: the Super Bowl?
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. What do you think? Katy Perry's making the Super yeah, Bowl? think oh, Teenage
2: what. Dream it, is the best song of the decade. It definitely saying.
1: ain't the football. If, <laughs> if last year's Super Bowl is if any indication. If the Patriots are
2: in the Super Bowl, then that's what makes uh, the Super Bowl. If yeah, not, well, then the trailer will make it for me. It all depends. Boston hmm. Strong. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: I even I, I am always flipping between the Cat Bowl and the commercials. I didn't even, I mean, very, very rarely the, noticed I've actual football. Bowl, never seen the
2: Cat Bowl. Oh, guys, come on. you got to be a sports fan. All right, we're moving a on. Sports fan. Do I king sport? King sport, Cal. Mm-hmm. So wow, coincidence. Sport question: Who is the panel's second favorite DC superhero? Interesting question. Number two. Your number favorite. Your number two. Oh, I, do we not even say? Have we even said our number ones? I guess we don't say that. We well, we got to go. I
0: think we've kind of already talked about it. You got to go yeah. number two, though. Oh, who, who's your number man. two? All right,
2: Adam. We got to start with you.
1: Well, we, we know huh. you're
2: number one. That's uh, very apparent.
1: Batman is my number one. Yeah, we know that one. Uh, and I guess I got to go Superman number two. Yeah, I mean, look, I got If you look at my comic book collection, that you're going to see a lot of Batman, a lot of Superman, a lot less of everything else. Um, I was thinking
2: we were going to get a Nightwing from you. You do rock no, that shirt. You I rock do, the shirt a
1: lot. I, I love the shirt. I <laughs> like the character a lot. But you know, at my most collecting, I was collecting like four to five. Of each of those titles, a month. There was Superman, there was Man of Steel, there was Action Comics, there was Adventures of Superman, and I was getting them all like a fiend. And I had Dark Knight, uh, uh, Legends of Dark Knight, uh, Detective Comics, Batman. Uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> it was just they had all my money. Yeah. I was like a fiend. I was a junkie waiting on Wednesdays for the new comics to be delivered. Hey, and you comics here yet? And you comics here you Please, when would you make Stop it! No, no, keep let going. Go. Let let go. I'm gonna do gonna do send a few texts. Out all
2: right, here. so you know. Um, they There is a very intense 12-step process for people like you. (laughs) And I can start you on that today if you need.
1: What's your um, second favorite DC superhero? You
2: know, I hate to say it after that rant because, oof, but I got to go Superman too. I was just home back in Boston and okay. I forgot about all of the Superman things all over my room. I have a big life-size Superman doll in my mm. room and I have also just like everything on the wall all size? Superman. Yeah, it's really big. Like I, six foot? I was going to bring it back. Yeah, but but like floppy. You know, like you could go mm. somewhere and you get a floppy bear instead of a floppy Superman. A floppy Superman? It's a floppy Superman.
1: What about you? You got a number two? I mean, I don't want to say Batman's too
0: easy. I already talk about Aquaman a lot. I'm going to go a little more obscure. Okay. I'm going Jonah Hex because I love me. An honorary badass son of a bitch. Great, and I love the mystery of Rorschach. So I'm going to go
1: maybe those two. Ooh, that's great. You yeah. went Watchman style. I yeah. like that. Watchman, Watchman is a great character. I yeah. mean, I mean, uh, Rorschach is a great character. In Real, Watchman. just I, yeah, just shady and mysterious That's kind of what I meant. Like
2: Batman, you know. It's I, always you know. so hard to think of your second. Like everybody has their first hero. Right what about, you, what
1: about you guys? What do you think? Number two heroes. Give us like your strong number twos. I know Batman and Superman are super obvious. you I can call me that, that all I know. day long. I know. But look. I gotta be honest. If I said anything else, I'd be like trying to pick another one. But I do love when Superman was Gangbuster. That was kind of cool. Like Superman kind of went insane for a while, yep. and he became this guy Gangbuster, and he went out in the streets and he would be like beating people up all the time. Nice. And then he, when yeah. he realized that he was like having like a schizophrenic break, he actually kicked himself off the planet and went off-world for a while, and then eventually ended up fighting people on a on a planet um, as a gladiator. And he grew a beard, and he lost his shirt, and he just had a Superman. Tights on, and then he had like this yellow apparatus so he could breathe. And cool, he had the cool yeah. beard. Sounds
0: like a rough bender.
1: It was. It's exactly what it was. Nineteen uh, uh,
0: twenties Wonder Woman. What? The yes. Hell. Strong
1: consideration. All right. What about All one right. more? And then let's get no, out of we're, here.
0: We're, we're almost. We're at fifty plus minutes now. Okay, oh yeah. We should be a bit, bit
1: fond farewell. Should we cut it out? Oh
2: okay. What, what, All what, right. Was there enough? We'll see if there are questions. Was there tonight, one so final can, question? You I have now, a lot or? of final questions. They're, they're really coming in through. Give us a good question. What? Well, I, I don't know if we're gonna be able to have a strong answer for this, but we'll see. Danny B. Reviews wants to know who would be the most difficult character to adapt to live action. So Oh uh, I think I got a good answer for that. Yeah, what is it? I
1: think I've said it before. Uh Mr Miss Pittlick. Mr. Miss Pittlick. Mr. Miss Pittlicht. Mr. Mitzelplicht. When the hell did you what, mention that what, before? I, You've never once I, feel said like I, that. A, I think maybe I mentioned it like online to someone. You know, the little God, imp from is, The Fifth Adventure? How are we supposed to know no, that? No, you wouldn't know that. You wouldn't know that. I, I just like meant once I, in had my a, life, I had an answer.
2: One time in my life, I once mentioned it. I feel it. Like I that, think that, Martian Manhunter would be very hard. I just think that it would be difficult, and that's why they're staying away.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, that's true. he's just an alien character. He could be like any other alien character. I think the I reason mean, I picked Mr. Misselpitalik because he's, his tone is always very comical He's like always, it's always like, it's not usually a serious issue when he's involved and he just messes with Superman and Superman has has to trick him into saying his name backwards. So why is that so hard to adapt? Because I just think tonally it would be difficult in the the universe that they're establishing. So you think
2: it'd be hard to cast for it?
1: No, it'd be easy to cast for it. I I just think it would be hard to express it and have it make sense in the current world. Oh,
2: because of the no joking thing.
1: No, no, just because I think that particular character is very silly. Look, if they can make multiple sequels to Big Mama's house, anything's possible.
2: Sure. Right. And on that note... okay. Get out of here. <laughs>
1: All right, thank you very much for watching. It's been a fun episode. I hope you uh, enjoyed and appreciated our musical indulgence. We'll be back next week with a new episode of DC Movie News. Uh, I am Adam Gertler. Follow me at Adam Gertler on Twitter and Instagram.
2: You can find me at Roxy Stryer and make sure to find our guest tonight at King Famous. That's
1: right. Johnny LaQuasto at dot JLoComedy.com.
0: And,
2: and of course, you can find us everywhere at Popcorn Talk. You can find us at DC Movies SK on Twitter, like the page. Uh, you can go to our Facebook and like us, DC Movie News. We're reading everything you're saying. Keeping on um, sending in your questions. We love you guys. Thank you so much for being the best fans alive.
1: Farewell. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in.